how exactly should you be changing so that your ex will actually want to get back together with you? That's what we're going to be talking about in this video. And please stay tuned through to the end because we are going to be talking about things that you can do to set yourself up for success when it comes to all of this. Some very tangible and practical things that you can do to, uh, you know, make this all happen. Hey there, it's Clay with modernlove.life. And uh, once again, I'm out here for a walk on this not-so-great summer day. Um, but hey, at least it stopped misting, which at least up here in the Northwest is a very subtle form of rain. From what I understand, uh, most of the rest of the country and most of the rest of the world doesn't have these like very distinct different terms for uh, different types of rain. But we do up here because there's many different types of rain. Um, hey, whatever. Anyway, um, today we're talking about how to change so your ex will want to get back together with you. Now, if you're, if you're, if you're wondering this, then you're probably a little bit ahead of some people out there. Because I have to explain this to some people for them to really get it. But, you know, your ex isn't going to want to walk back into the same relationship that they walked out of in the first place. Which means there has to be some kind of tangible change that's happening in the relationship, in the dynamic, in you maybe, in them maybe, I don't know. They're not going to want to go back into the same dynamic that they left in the first place. You know, why would they? Like if they broke up with you because you were a workaholic or something like that and you're still a workaholic, like why, why would they say, hey, I made a mistake, let's get back together. I mean, the only reason they would do that would be if they uh, tried to go out there and try something different, but then found out that, hey, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. Oh, I thought it was going to be so much easier to go out there and find a new partner, but no, it's not, right? Or, uh, hey, I tried to go out there and uh, there's just nothing out there for me, so might as well go back to the old faithful watering hole, right? That, that's, uh, that, that's not a very inspiring reason to, uh, to get back together with someone, right? Um, so, what we want to do is we want to really demonstrate to them that things are actually going to be different if we want to save this relationship. Now, there's a certain thing here, and that's that we want to really demonstrate this to them. That's why, you know, begging and pleading and promising up and down that things are going to be different and all that sort of stuff, it doesn't work because it's really just all talk. And what they need is not just promises. Uh, they need to actually see some follow-through. So... The first thing here is that the change has to be real. It has to be a real, genuine, and authentic change. It can't just be born out of desperation or out of pain or something like that. It has to, it has to be a real change. It can't just be like, okay, hey, you know, I promise I'm not going to cheat on you again or something like that. But it has to be a real, meaningful change. I, 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 I promise I'm not going to change. I promise I'm not going to cheat on you again uh, because I miss you so much and I want you back. No, that, that, it's not going to fly. They, they need to know that something has actually happened that's going to make it um, the almost zero that you're ever going to you know, cheat on them again or, or betray their trust again or let them down again or, or whatever it was. You know, there, there's a million and one different reasons for a breakup, but you have to be willing to address it and make a real change. Um, um, in your in your way of being and in how you interact yeah. with them, yeah. the 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 second component of this change is that it has to also be um, you know sustainable. It has to be lasting. That's to say, it can't just be like okay, hey, 
in, in the heat of the moment because we broke up and because I was in pain and because, um, you know, I just missed you a lot, I decided I was going to start being nicer to you. And then, you know, you got back together with me and now um, I'm feeling comfortable again. So now I can just, you know, drift back into my old comfortable ways that got me into trouble in the first place. Now here we are right back at square one again, right? That's, that's, that's not real change. It's also not lasting change. It might have been temporary change, but if it's just temporary, then it's, it's, it's not real. We have to really make it uh, lasting as well, too, by, uh, by making it sustainable, by demonstrating it to them over a long enough period of time. Uh, again, you know, I've, I've said this before, but this whole thing is, is really in a lot of ways about trust. And so uh, trust is something that takes time to build up, and it's something that that we need to demonstrate consistently over a period of time. And that's going to be different for each person. You know, some people are going to be easy to trust. Some people are going to be harder to, to, to trust because of maybe traumas or previous experiences that they've had or something like that. But this is a game of trust. And so trust is something that's earned through consistency through um, a period of time, through, through, through you know, frequent exposures to you and getting a consistent kind of experience or result or personality or something like that, right? And then the third component of uh, making this change is that it also has to be for you. And I know this is probably going to be the hardest part for a lot of folks out there is that it has to be for you. It can't just be for your ex, right? They broke up with you because your, your priorities were, were out of alignment with theirs or something. And they're like, hey, I just don't feel important. It seems like, you know, you always prioritize work or you always prioritize your friends or something over me. So you have to make that value call in terms of um, is the relationship more important for you than, than working? And you want to make that choice for you. You want to make that choice um, about how to, how to shift your life, your focus, your values, etc. on what's right for you. Not just like, hey, you know, I want to get back together, therefore I got to, you know, not work so much. Because if it's not for you, if you don't make the change for you, then you're just going to end up resenting your partner for making you change, right? Well, gosh, you know, I really wish I could work more, uh, but I can't, otherwise you're going to break up with me again. But, you know, gosh, I really want this promotion. I really want to, you know, do X, Y, Z on this project or something. Like, you can't do that. Otherwise, you're just going to end up resenting them, and that's going to, you know, pro- cause more relationship problems down the line. Those are the, the fundamentals of change here. Now, what we're going to be talking about next is what you probably want to embody, what most people probably want to see in a partner, okay? Before we go ahead and get into that, though, if you like this video, please make sure you hit the thumbs up button for the YouTube algorithm. Please make sure you also subscribe to this channel as well, too, and hit that bell icon down there while you're subscribing so that you can get notified when we upload new videos. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could help me out with my low self-esteem by dropping a comment as well too, letting me know that you like these videos. Um, Because all this stuff, of course, does help us out with the YouTube algorithm. But let's let's go ahead and and take take a step back here. Like if you still have no idea what to do, we gotta we gotta talk about like what is it in people's personalities that actually makes us want to spend time with them. That actually makes us want to have them in our lives. And there's really a couple basic things here, right? Basically, people want to be around authentic people. They don't want to be around people that are, you know, just gonna. Um, 
you know, be people pleasers or uh, say whatever it is that they think they need to say in the moment to, to win someone over or to get past the crisis or whatever. But they want to be with people that are going to be authentic with them, that are going to be honest with them and genuine with them, right? And if we take that a step further, we can break it down into a couple key categories. Like, first of all, they want people that are actually going to be present with them, people that are actually going to be there with them in the present moment and connect with them in that present moment, whether they are, you know, just getting together for a cup of coffee, going for a walk by the water on a sort of questionable summer day, um, or whether they are sharing big news about a certain life event that they're going through, or, or maybe just going through the mundane details of their day, right? They want someone who's going to actually be there with them and listen to them, not someone who's going to be off in their head wondering like, oh, what's that body language mean? Or, hey, how's my sports team doing? Or, gosh, I wonder if I'm getting a, an important call from work or, um, you know, any of these other things. But they want someone who can actually be present with them. And so what we want to do is we want to practice cultivating present moment awareness because it's going to really show them that we have the capacity to just be there with them. And that's going to be an incredibly powerful first step. Now, the next thing in this whole process is emotional connection. Okay. Now, obviously, if you're going to want to be in a relationship, you're probably going to want some kind of emotional connection. You know, it ranks pretty high up there when it comes to what people want in a relationship. Um, And so emotional connection, you know, can you do that? Do do you know how to connect with people emotionally? Um, I know that I did not when I was younger. I had to like learn how to do this because of all sorts of things that I don't necessarily need to go into in this particular video because I think this is probably ending up kind of a long video. Being able to connect with someone emotionally, being able to empathically listen to them and to share uh, uh, an emotional experience with them, be able to to tell them things that bring the two of you closer together. These are incredibly powerful skills that are going to um, really stack the deck in your favor. Um, next up is, 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 are you able and willing to be someone who can be vulnerable and, uh, and transparent? You know, vulnerability and transparency, like these are, these are like major things that allow people to really connect with us. And I think, Maybe it's, maybe it's just the circle I run in, but I think we're past the point where I have to explain that being vulnerable doesn't make you weak, okay? I'm pretty sure that most people get that, at least most people that I interact with on a regular basis, I hope. If you still think that being vulnerable makes you weak, I don't know, like Google something on that and learn that it doesn't. Um, but really, vulnerability is a, is a way for, 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 for people to understand us. For, the, for them to understand where we're standing and what we're all about. It allows them to trust us because we're not cloaking our intentions. We're not cloaking who we are. We're not hiding anything. We're not masking anything. And when people have this belief of what you see is what you get with this person, and this person is willing to be present with me, and this person is willing to connect with me and be with me and share the moments of my life with me, and they're willing to be genuine and authentic with me, like... That, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what we all want in friends, in lovers, in uh, people that we interact with on a regular basis. You know, we'd probably like that for family members and stuff too. Uh, you know, hopefully you're able to get that from your family members. We can't really, you know, choose our family. But um, that's really what people want. 
And if you can start embodying these things in your life and start cultivating these things in your life, then you're going to make it much more likely that someone's going to want to say, hey, you know, you are a really authentic person. I want to connect with you. I want to spend more time with you. I want to get closer to you. I want to be in a relationship with you. I want to um, commit to you. And so if you can, I mean, you know, start with this stuff and also add any custom things that might make sense for your particular relationship situation in there as well too, and you're going to be doing a great job. And by the way, if you want to learn more about how to really embody all of these authenticity things, uh, please go ahead and check out this video playlist right over here on what we call advanced relational skills. It's helped a lot of people get really oriented into what our core philosophy is when it comes to helping you save your relationship, and it's really the next step for you uh, after watching this video. Thanks so much, take care, and I'll talk to you next time.